Hi, this is Misty, Administrative Assistant to Dr. Bruce Phillippe, Lead Pastor of Journey Life Center. We wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to today's sermon. You can also visit our website at journeylifecenter.org to listen to past sermons. You can also visit our Facebook page, just search Journey Life Center. We stream our services live there. We would also like to take an opportunity to invite you to join us in person on Sunday mornings. We have two services at 9.30 and 11 a.m. We also host a monthly food bank the fourth Saturday of every month at our Mansfield campus at 2578 Spring Mill Road. We hope you have a blessed day. I want to talk about what is truth. And literally, I will be walking in a minefield this morning. <laughs> the worship team heard what I preached this morning, so they're getting ready. They've got little posters like, don't go there, Pastor, don't go there. But I'm going to do my best. Listen, let me tell you a story. On March, March uh, uh, 12, 1913, in Columbus, Ohio, somebody heard that a dam had broke, and it's quite a ways from Columbus, because I didn't know there was even a dam near Columbus, but they said a dam had broke, and they began to scream, run, run, and before you know it, you know, 1913, right, people are out in the streets, everything, you know, down on High Street, all down, down that area, and literally within a few minutes, within 10 minutes, 10,000 people were running. They're running east. They said, go east, go east, where the ground is higher. And everyone's just running like, What's, what are we running for? The dam broke. They don't even know what dam. Somebody just said the dam broke. Run. Okay. 10,000 people ran to high ground. Some of the faster ones got there first, and then when they got there, and then they began to think about it. There ain't no way that water's going to get to Columbus. There's no water. There's no flood. There's nothing going on here. And they just quietly went on. And before you know it, all thousands of people are on the hill looking at each other, and they're talking to each other, and everyone just kind of quietly left. And the next day, not one word was said about it. The papers didn't talk about it, you know. And it took till like 1932 or something, somebody finally wrote an article about it, and it got into the news, and they talked about what it was like to run for the hills that's kind of what we're facing today. People are just saying things, and we're all running. Because really, if you, if you don't go along, they're going to make you feel like, you. well, yeah, at least. They're going to judge you. They're going to condemn you. So we're all just running like dumb sheep. Right? I mean, the Bible does call a sheep. The Bible knows what it's talking about. So if someone says something, this is the way you should think and this is the way you should act, we all just run right with it because we don't want to be different. We don't want to be left. We don't want to be criticized. We don't want anyone accusing us of anything. You know, and this whole, this whole germ thing, you know, COVID thing, it's just accentuating all this. Have you noticed anywhere you go, people are looking at you funny? You go anywhere and people are like, you look like you got COVID. 
he's not wearing his mask right. That's the wrong color mask. That mask doesn't match his outfit. That one's not wearing a mask. I I went into went into Starbucks the other day, and I I just walked in. There was like two people in there, and then the people behind the counter. I had I had twelve feet from me. Nobody was near me. I didn't have my mask on. I, didn't, I was social distancing. I didn't have to wear a mask, sir. If you're in the building, will you please wear your mask? I felt like saying, nobody's six feet from me. I didn't. I behaved. I ran up the hill with everybody else. (laughs) Put my mask on. It's not worth, right? And I needed my caffeine. That's probably why I had an attitude at that moment. (laughs) We, but, but, you know, we're actually, instead of coming together, we're being pushed apart. But we're actually being pushed apart by a lot of false narratives. And we're being pushed apart by a lot of things that really are not true anymore. And Jesus comes along and says, let your yes be yes. And let your no be no. I, actually, when I this is we're kind of going back and picking up a few verses that that I that didn't fit into anywhere else, and I was just going to skim by this one, kind of use it as an introduction to something else, and then the Holy Spirit shook my tree. Did you ever get the Holy Spirit shake your tree? And He said, "No, no, no, back up, back up, big boy. <laughs> you need to look at this a little closer. You need to do a whole sermon on this because this is at the heart of what's wrong with us today. We're not speaking the truth." We are compromising. We are allowing the world to infiltrate the way we think, watering down the truth of the gospel. And we're going along with it for the sake of going along. Because face it, I mean, if you get on Facebook or Twitter or something, you say something you shouldn't say, they will get on you. They will, they will shame you. They will blame you. They will attack you. They'll call you a bigot and you're, you're a racist and you're this and you're that. I mean, they will, they, will, they will tear you up if they don't throw you off altogether. Amen? In fact, we're on it now and I have to be. That's why the praise team's helping me to get through this without stepping on a mine. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. But this is the age that we're living in, and we're stampeded by false narratives. And to tell you the truth, the media is leading the way, and Hollywood is leading the way, and social media is leading the way. And I, I, listen, I could talk about this for hours. We could, we could, I could cite so many examples. Now, they say that Social media, it's all about machines. In fact, they, the, the software is called machine learning fairness. And they say, look, the machines control all this. Yeah, but the machines are programmed by people. I want to tell you something. There is nobody in this room who could get a job at a social media company. Because before you get hired, you have to take a test. This is the truth. You, have to, you go through this test. And they tell you the test is to make sure you're not 
a racist or a biased in some way. But what the test is, which, which I guess I'd be okay, except that it's their bias. They want to make sure that you believe like they believe before you get to work at that company. Because what they believe is the truth. And if you don't believe the way they believe, you can't work there. I'm not sure that's even legal. (laughs) I mean, face it. If you're white, because of white privilege, you are a bigot. (laughs) You're a racist. In Seattle this week, they got into the good neighborhoods finally. And they marched down the good neighborhoods, and they demanded that everyone in those nice homes give up their homes and give it to them. Because they have the truth. I don't think they've got the truth. Let's look at the scriptures, because I'm getting in hot water. I don't know about you, but it's hot up here. Y'all... I'm walking around because there's a mine, there's a mine, there's a... Matthew chapter 5, 33. Did I, read it? Did I read it already? No. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not fa- swear falsely. This is not just about whether you swear or not at court. This is about what you say. You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform, perform your oaths to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all. Now, this is not cussing. This is taking oaths. Do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you swear by your head, but you cannot make one hair white or black. By the way, that's not true anymore. Some of you are chemically dependent. (laughs) But let your yes be yes and your no, no. We don't need to say, I swear on my grandmama's grave. No, no. Just let your yes be yes. You know, it used to be you could shake hands and that the deal What's done? Nowadays, you need a contract not to keep them in. You need a contract just to see what loopholes are in it so you can get out of it. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, literally, we, we, we do contracts just so we can find out what the loopholes are. I mean, we try, we, we're proud of the fact that we could rip somebody off on a contract. Let your yes be yes. Let your word be true. What you say to people, it needs to be real. It needs to be honest. And not all this hidden stuff and all the stuff going on, all the agendas that go on. Let your yes be yes and your no, no. Oh, help us, Jesus. Do you all remember this little bumper sticker they used to have? I guess they still have it around. Remember this little bumper sticker? Coexist. Let's all coexist. It sounds pretty. It sounds nice. 
And, and I do. I, I want to be respectful of all this. Uh, we can respect people. We can honor them. We can love them. We better love them, right? But what they were, now this is an old one now, but what they were originally were saying is all these truths are equal. How can all these truths be equal when they contradict each other? So I understand what they're trying to do, but you know what it is now? Now it's some of these truths, so-called truths, are better than the little one on the end. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's the truth. It's not that we're bigoted. It's not that we're racist. It's not that we're evil. It's not that we're prejudiced. It's that it is the only way to heaven. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hate you because of it. I'm not angry at you because of it. I, I don't want to put you down. You're still, a, you're still created in the image of God. We need to honor and respect everybody and love everybody. But there's only one way to get to heaven. The other letters don't get you to heaven. Come on now. You're a thief and a robber if you try to get in some other way. Add that to the notes. Thank you, Will. I don't know if that I want everyone adding things while I'm preaching, but that's a good one. Are you hearing me? You know, you know, you know Martin Luther King had that great saying in, 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 his, in his dream, I have a dream speech. And he says, I want to... I'm, I'm believing there's, there's a time coming. I, I, don't know, I don't know if I got it exactly straight. I, I believe there's a time coming when, when my sons and my daughters will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the conduct of their character. What a huge statement. And he's exactly right. We should not judge anyone by that. And, you know, a few years ago, it seemed like we were finally getting somewhere. I, we're finally feeling like, especially with the younger generation, they were, they were, you know, beyond some of this stuff. They weren't raised, a lot of them weren't raised with prejudice, and, and we were getting beyond a lot of that. Y'all feel like we're making a lot of progress. I don't know that we'll ever convince everybody. There'll always be a few in the KKK. There'll always be a few skinheads, and, there's, and then there's the, the weirdos on the other side, too. There's always a few, Amen. I guess it always will be, but we were making progress until they turned the whole thing on its head. I don't mind being equal, but now it's we're better than. We're better than. We're better than you. And it's taken on a whole, and what it's done is instead of bringing us together, it has divided us. It's dividing us because we're more aware of color than we've ever been. And we blame people because of their color. And we go on and on, or not just color, but all kinds of things are going on. And, and really underneath it all is just a hatred of Christianity. You can, you can, you can go to casinos, but you can't go to church. All the stuff you can do. We're at the point where you can go to the store. So, well, I thought, well... Let's just have church at Walmart. They, want, they let you go to Walmart. Well, I'll just, we'll just meet you in the plumbing section. Well, we'll, we'll find some, beat on some pipes, and we'll be fine. You make a horn out of something. <laughs> it, 
if, 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 if you can't see the prejudice against Christianity, you just aren't looking. <laughs> this is what we said in the beginning of the year. There's a darkness coming over the land. And I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. I think it's going to morph into other things. Look how fast this morphed. Look how fast this happened. But there's, there's, uh, what do you call it, uh, a monologue out there. There's a, a discussion out there there's that, that's, that's a narrative that is not truth. It's really just politics, and everything has been politicized. And God help us, church, if we let that in the church. Our answer is not in a candidate. Our answer is in Jesus. John chapter 18, verse 37, 38, Pilate. Remember Pilate? Therefore he said to Jesus, are you a king then? What's the truth? Jesus answered, you say rightly, I am a king. For this cause I was born, truth. For this cause I have come into the world, truth. That I should bear witness to the, wow, everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. This is why people aren't hearing the voice anymore because they're not about truth. Jesus said, I. And then Pilate says, what is truth? Remember, Pilate's a politician. <laughs> See, there's a difference between truth and politics. There's a difference between seeking truth and seeking a political answer. Because politics, <laughs> politics is about winning people to your side. So anything goes. They will say anything, do anything to convince you of their side. Truth is not about taking sides. Truth is about agreeing with God. That's the truth. There's a huge difference between seeking truth and seeking a political answer. Politics is about choosing, choosing sides. The truth is about aligning yourself with God himself. What is truth? He's saying it like a cynic. What's truth? I think Pilate had long ago given up on truth. It's just what is politically expedient. I, I'm going to do what I got to do to stay in this office. Y'all following what I'm saying? And it's that way in Hollywood. It's that way everywhere. You know, they're, they're trying to change the story, just twist life itself to make you believe this is how life should look. I can give you a lot of examples, but I think you know what I'm talking about. We could talk about the gay community. We could talk about a lot of things. And I love them. I don't have, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> but the, it's to the point... Oh, God. Here's, here's what I really believe. They actually want you to believe that half the population, when it's more like 2%. Anyway, I got I to gotta get out of this. Oh, Jesus. 
what is truth? I better just preach the truth. How about John 14, 6? I'm already in trouble. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, say no one. No one comes to the Father except through me. Colossians 2, 8 through 10. I'll just give you the word. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit. Oh, we, this is exactly where we're at. What a great scripture. Uh, according to the traditions of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to, to Christ. Listen, we have got to start, maybe we got to stop listening to the news. Maybe we need to get off Facebook. Let, let's just do Journey Life Center Facebook, and we can connect with each other. And that's a good thing. But there's too much they're trying to get you to think differently. We need to think according to the Word of God. And it's harder than you think anymore because it's infiltrating us and, and corrupting our thinking. Are you okay with it? you understand what I'm trying to say? We've got to get back to the truth, whatever that is. And whatever, oh, Proverbs 23, whatever the cost. Look at this, Proverbs 23, 23. By the truth. I love this. What does that mean? The truth will cost you something. Buy the truth and do not sell it. Don't give it up. Don't sell it. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Buy the truth. Look at Hosea. Hosea chapter 4. Hosea says, Tell me if this is not today. Hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel, for the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the United States of America. There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. Am I preaching now? By swearing and lying, killing, stealing, adultery, they break all restraint with bloodshed upon bloodshed. It's the point now, if we don't get our way, we're going to take our way. Therefore, the land will mourn. Isn't that where we're at? And everyone who dwells there will waste away. This is, this is what Daniel said in the last days, that the enemy is going to wear us out. With the beasts of the field and the birds of the air, even the fish of the sea will be taken away. Hello, we're there. Next verse. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. In an age where you can literally find out anything, we're being destroyed for lack of knowledge. Isn't that crazy? Because the knowledge we're getting has been tampered with. Because you have rejected knowledge, real knowledge. I also will reject you from being priests for me because you have forgotten the law of your God. I also will forget your children. Your children. Hosea lives in Portland. That's a joke. You can laugh now. I mean, this is what's happening in America today, right there in Hosea. He nailed it. And we're dying. We're being destroyed 
for a lack of knowledge. We need to be like 2 Chronicles chapter 34. I love this scripture. Now, when they brought out the money that was brought into the house of the Lord, they, they were raising money for, to, uh, to rebuild the temple and to rebuild the house of the Lord. Hilkiah, the priest, found the book of the law. That's the first five books of the Old Testament that was given by Moses. In other words, they're, 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 they're collecting money and they're trying to fix the place up. And in other words, we're talking about renewal and revival. And they open an old closet door and there's the truth. There's the Bible. Ah, and it had been buried in that old closet for centuries. Hilkiah answered and said to Shaphan, the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave the book to Shaphan, and Shaphan gave it to the king, and the king began to read it. And as the king began to read it, he ripped his clothes, and he said, we've got to change. I've read the law. I've read the truth, and we're off track. We're not where we're supposed to be. And he ripped his clothes, and he said, I'm the king, and things are going to change, and we're going to start living according to the truth. We need to find the book again, and the book is in the house. If preachers will preach it, if preachers will stop compromising, if preachers will stop just preaching what people want to hear, if preachers will stop entertaining and start preaching the truth. The truth will cost you something. You may agree or not agree with what I'm preaching this morning. I don't know, but as far as I'm concerned, I, I feel like I've preached the truth. There's something wicked and something dark and something bad going on in this, in this world that we're in, and it's infiltrating us, and we have got to stand for truth. We need to buy it and never sell it. Give God a praise if you know what I'm talking about. John eight thirty two, right? The truth will set you free. You shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. <laughs> now, legislation's not going to set you free. Getting a free house from somebody's not going to set you free. What's going to set you free is the truth. And the truth is in the Word of God. And the truth, <laughs> I said, the truth will make you free. That's all there is to it. This world desperately needs something. They don't even know what they need. If the protesters got everything that they wanted, it, it, it reminds me of that dog chasing, chasing a car. He wouldn't know what to do with it if he got it. <laughs> They're a dog chasing a car. I don't know. What would you do if you got it? What kind of world would we be living in? I don't think they even know. They, they, they just, they're just angry. You know what? They're angry. And the way people are raising kids today, I, I maybe could understand the anger. And Hollywood and the media, politics, they're feeding this anger and dividing us and dividing us and dividing us. What happened this morning brought us together. We've got to start living the truth because the truth will set us free. Would you stand with me? Hi, this is Misty.
Administrative Assistant to Dr. Bruce Philippi, Lead Pastor of Journey Life Center. We wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to today's sermon. You can also visit our website at journeylifecenter.org to listen to past sermons. You can also visit our Facebook page, just search Journey Life Center. We stream our services live there. We would also like to take an opportunity to invite you to join us in person on Sunday mornings. We have two services at 9.30 and 11 a.m. We also host a monthly food bank the fourth Saturday of every month at our Mansfield campus at 2578 Spring Mill Road. We hope you have a blessed day.